Welcome to Running is Bullshit. I'm Stuart. And I'm Amy, and you're listening to the podcast that loves to hate running. And as usual, we've got all kinds of bullshit coming up for you. We've got some of your tweets. We're catching up on the last episode. The bullshit running news. Amy's going to do some rapping. (laughs) And we talk about watching running and how bullshit that is. Perfect. So, I've got a bit of bullshit this week. You've got some bullshit? What have you been up to? Well... Nothing. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> have you been building up your mileage? I have, I have. I've been hashtag building wow. up mileage. Um, not training for anything because I think, I don't know, Cardiff half's probably out the window now. I don't know. What is it, like two weeks away, three weeks away? When is Cardiff half? Two weeks, yeah. Two weeks? It's two weeks, well, yeah. So yeah. technically, I'm supposed to be tapering in a week. <laughs> Well, there you go. Perfect. You're tapering since your other half marathon. I mean, maybe I should do it for shits and giggles, for shiggles, and for content. Just do it for the bands. I should do it for yeah. the content. Um, but that's what I should be training for. I'm not. I'm probably going to go and try and do a long run tomorrow. It's just regular, regular stuff for me anyway. Not running. Yeah. Just boring shit. Boring shit. Um, I feel like shit today. I feel like I'm getting a cold. So that will be an excuse when I don't run. Um, tomorrow and do my long run will be because I don't feel too good. Um, okay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so is that why your accent sounds a little sadder today? Uh, yeah, yeah. If it couldn't get more depressing, it's it's gone down another yeah. another notch. So yeah. Aww. But something I have noticed on the few times that I have been running, why is it so bloody yeah. hot at the moment? I thought I thought summer was over. Is it? Yeah, it's still fairly hot. It's still kind of a bit sweaty. Right. I went out the other day and did a lunchtime run. And I thought I was going to die. I thought, oh no, it's September, there'll be a nice cool breeze. The sun's out, it's beautiful, cloudless sky. But you know what? I'll get that nice breeze and it'll be a, a lovely run. By the end of it, I was sweating. I was going to do seven miles, but after six I had to stop because I was dehydrated. And I thought, this is ridiculous. You didn't look at it like as a really sunny, clear day. Thinking in mid-September, thinking it's it's going to be really hot, and I'm going to go out at lunchtime. And you thought that would be fine. <laughs> I thought I was going to get a nice autumnal breeze, and it just wasn't happening. No, it's not going to happen. That's my bullshit. <laughs> That's your bullshit. You've got to have better bullshit than me. Come on. To segue into my own bullshit, um, I did a race last week, the Welsh Road Relays. And that was deceptively warm because we didn't, I didn't start running. I was on the third leg of four. I think I started running about three, half past three, something like that, quite late. And yeah, as soon as I set off, oh, this is not too bad. And just, I got about a quarter of the way into it. And oh God, it's just the sweat pouring off me. And I kind of got in, I was telling the people that were still to go, I'm like, it's warm. They're like, is it? Yes, it really is. You just don't realize standing around. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that race as well. Fucking hell. I knew it was going to be a good quality race, a good level of runners. Um, so I've been telling people that, saying, you know, we need to put some teams together, but we actually need to have quick people, which is not something we've ever really done as a club before. So that was a bit odd. Mm. Um, I ran pretty much like my fastest of the year. It ended up being a 5.8K, even though it was advertised as a 5.4. Even though, the thing is, it had, it had a turnaround. It had a massive fucking long turnaround. So... How How is it long? How do they make it 400 metres long? You could have put that cone anywhere and change the distance <laughs> up to about two kilometres. So that was long somehow. But, yeah, so my 5K time worked out at like 22 and a half minutes, which is probably as fast as I've run this year. I finished 95th out of 101 runners. Jeez. I was shit. And it was kind of odd for me because I, I generally had a thing of like, I knew it was a pretty good run for me for this year. 
I ran quite hard at the beginning. I did kind of slow at the end. It wasn't a great finish, but I thought, you know, all things considered, that's not a bad run for me. But when I saw the results and saw I finished so far at the back, I did actually take that quite badly, which I know I shouldn't have done. Logically, I know I shouldn't because I'm running against literally the best runners in Wales. But I don't know. I just still felt bad. There was still that little thing of like, you're right at the back. You're you're with you know, a couple of old men at the back. And I was just like, oh. Did you have to qualify for it? Did you have to run a qualifying time for no. it? No. God, if I'd have been there, they, they would have been they would have been packing up if I'd have been running one of those races. Well, you know what? They actually they actually kind of were packing up towards the end, which was <laughs> Well, they would have gone home then if I'd have been running it. <laughs> yeah, so that was a little annoying for some of the people coming in at the end. Um, like our women's B team finished 10th mm. out of maybe only 15 so it wasn't a huge amount of runners after them but they were kind of packing up towards the end but yeah I just I just thought that was really odd that like for me knowing I ran well I ran hard I probably couldn't have done better I still took it really hard that I finished so far down I thought oh, shit even this kind of competitive thing kind of gets to me and I didn't think it did so that was annoying that You've was really bullshit you've got to start entering more fun runs you know the Santa runs all that something you can win I know, I for, know. Your, for your delicate ego yeah I did get a little bit in trouble as well because I I bumped SBC down to the B team because we had two teams and it was done on time. And someone a few weeks ago ran absolutely blazing 5K. So I put her into the A team, bumped SBC down to the B team. As it turns out, she ran quicker than three of the four women on the A team. So, oh yeah, sorry. Just to prove, I think that might have been something about proving <laughs> that you shouldn't have bumped her down, proving you wrong. She did very much enjoy that, so I'm like, I'm, I'm really sorry, <laughs> but you'll be in the A team next time. Sorry, I didn't do my research very well. <laughs> so that was that was kind of my fault. Yeah. Uh, and I also, I went swimming for the last time this year. I went in the river again. I thought it'd be really good. My back hole's fine now. I'll jump in the river. Fucking freezing. I, I actually have some bullshit that I missed out on in my sort of Ooh. pre-cold haze. Um... I've missed out on my bullshit, my major bullshit of the week, not running related, but you just reminded me. I went wild swimming for the first time. I yeah. went to Usk and I went in this this river in Usk and it was really treacherous getting in. I got in and I thought there's no way I'm getting back out of this. Sorry, river. I just want to say, was that was that the river Usk? Probably. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going in life. I don't know when I turn up to races, what time they start or where they are. I don't know what the river in Usk is called. I just went swimming in it. It's a legit wild swimming river then, though, because it was on a website, you know, so that makes it legit. Um, so I got in this yeah. river and it was freezing, like freezing. Yeah. I wasn't wearing a wetsuit. So I was just in my swimming cosy. <laughs> but yeah. that wasn't the most bullshit thing. So I'm just like having a little swim and a pigeon falls in the river. Right, and <laughs> falls in. Falls in. It'd been. It'd been. Not not lands no, on. No, no. As okay, in just went, right. Yeah. Like, this is a whole separate thing. It'd been like startled by a dog and it fell in. <laughs> and only a few weeks prior, me and my partner had this massive argument about whether pigeons can swim. And I was saying they can't swim because they're not like water birds. They haven't got webbed feet. They haven't got the right sort of feather. And she's like, yeah, they can. And, yeah. and all this. Well, that settled the argument because this pigeon couldn't fucking swim. It was drowning. <laughs> so, so it's on the other side of the riverbank. It's quite a wide river. And there's a uh, there's a blow-up dinghy at the side of the river that somebody's left there, you know. So I, I get yeah. this dinghy. I have to turn it over because it's, it's sort of capsized. And I swim it. like It was like Baywatch. It was... It was a squatch. I, was, I paddled this dinghy to the other side of the river. And I'm not a very strong swimmer. I, I don't swim a lot, so I'm not very strong. The river's flowing. Obviously, it's a river. So it's, it's like swimming against the, the flow of the river yeah. to rescue this pigeon. And I, got, I see you do know a little bit about rivers then. Yeah. And I got up close to it. Yeah. And I thought, 
and it was flapping beforehand. I don't think it was very well because it was just like flapping on one side. I think it had some sort of issue. But other than that, it was a very nice looking pigeon. It looked nice and clean. It was a proper like wood <laughs> pigeon, you know, like it lived out okay. in the woods and it wasn't like mangy. But when I got close to it, it stopped flapping like it wanted me to save it. But at the same time, I was terrified yeah. of it biting me or scratching me and giving me some sort of disease. <laughs> biting Yeah, you. and having like an open wound in a river. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I don't think pigeons bite. So I was getting quite nervous. And I, I thought, all I need to do is to scoop it up into this dinghy. <laughs> and I tried a couple of times. I couldn't quite grab it. And I was too nervous. And then the time I did scoop it, I did it too hard. And I launched it over the dinghy. Back face first <laughs> into the water. So I thought, shit. And it was panicking more. And it's, it's flapping more, but it's also getting more tired as it's flapping. I thought, this bird's going to die and I'm, I'm going to be partially responsible. Its last hour was going to be so stressful because of me. So anyway, it's on the other side of the riverbank now. So I push the dinghy to the other side of the riverbank. I scoop it up underneath and I plant it. I dunk it into the dinghy. I get in. Yeah, I had to. I was quite far from the, the, the side of the bank that I got in. Um by then so I'm having to swim pushing this pigeon in a rubber dinghy and it's just sat there chilling I've got a picture <laughs> we can put it on the socials but um yeah I, I had to push this this dinghy with this pigeon in all the way back to the bank um and then use my sweater to grab it out you know the only sweater I'd brought with me to grab it um and throw it up onto the bank yeah and it was fine <laughs> Wow. It was wet. So you've saved the life of a pigeon. I, I hope so. I mean, it didn't look quite right when we got it out. It was very wet and it was shivering. And I felt really sorry for it, but I'm hoping it's okay. But yes, pigeons can't swim, but they're quite chill if you want to pick them up and put them in a dinghy. You know, they don't mind that. <laughs> now, to my mind, there was the pigeon there, which you picked up. Well, you, first of all, you launched over. Yeah. Why don't you just pick the pigeon up rather than go for the whole boat? Why did you complicate things so much? up and swim back to the site I could there was no way like I could no way what was supposed to like hold it above my head and swim oh was it okay was it quite deep then oh yeah you couldn't stand up in it yeah I suppose you're only like four foot ten <laughs> on you so yeah it was a five foot river I couldn't stand up no it was probably <laughs> deep no there's no way which is what made me nervous at not being a very strong swimmer because there was the bank of the river it didn't slope and it, it drops down there's a little bit of another thing underneath and it drops down really deep again so yeah I just had to paddle it the whole way back it was exhausting. The next day, my arms were killing me. But I did my good deed. <laughs> wow. So now you know how it feels to be a lifeguard. I, I do. That's what I felt like. That's why. You are, you are literally a lifeguard now. I felt like a, a hero, though. Pigeon rescuer. I can't, I wow. can't believe I forgot about that. I only did it for the podcast. I wouldn't let it drown if not. <laughs> <laughs> you were looking at it thinking, no, it does look pretty disgusting i'm not very good at swimming no. but it's quite good content so yeah yeah, yeah i'll go it did it did scratch me when i launched it into the boat so i am nervous i've got bird flu or something now this might be the cold. I'd fucking scratch you if you launched me over a boat <laughs> it, it scared me it was like looking at me with its beady eyes and i thought it was gonna go for me but yeah right so we're 10 minutes in now do you want to start talking about the podcast and running is that all right i'm sure the listeners love that little that little tale <laughs> That'll be the highlight of their week. <laughs> so responding to our interview last week with Ella Dove, um, Ivor Hewitt tweeted us to say, tripping is indeed bullshit. There I was feeling sorry for myself and the time I cracked my ribs. And then I hear Ella's story with like two different shocked and scared emojis. Yeah. And then there's a nice picture of his really nicely cut up knees. That's a good job he's done. I was going to say, Ivor, we need more context. And, and the time I cracked my ribs, tell us more. I mean, what happened? You tripped, obviously, but... 
You always want a little more. I want don't the details. You? Like they tease us with this. Oh, and then I cracked my ribs. Oh, I decapitated myself. Like tell us the details. I just give us little tidbits. Some decent scratches though. Some yeah, good injury photos. They look there. like they've been stitched. Good for sympathy. That, that looks like stitches. Yeah, one of them. That's pretty good. Gnarly. There's nothing worse than if you do trip and really hurt yourself, but you've got nothing to show for it. No. You, it's hard to get sympathy, isn't it? Yeah, like the times when we're going through Amy tripping gate, I tripped several times in the space of like two weeks, but there was just like tiny cuts on my arms and a massive like burn on my back, which I'm not even sure how I managed, but it wasn't that impressive, no. No one. <laughs> yeah, no one, no one cares. Yeah. And then he tweeted a day later, for fuck's sake, another trip this morning on broken pavement. Fully airborne with epic recovery, fell forwards, grabbed waist-height metal fence pole to the left, swung underneath, back up onto two feet, ran on. No applause. That's technically parkour. That is, if you, only if I think if you say parkour yeah. afterwards, that's usually how it works parkour. for me. Parkour. Um, should we give him? A, should we give him the applause that he so he, he craves? <laughs> there we go. That's enough. That's it. <laughs> Kate Derrick at Grumpy Jogger on Twitter and our first guest back on episode two said, fair play to this episode, did have me feeling pretty queasy. Yeah, I think if you've got a a delicate disposition, not the episode for you. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) If you have missed it, you haven't gone and listened to it yet, I suggest that you do. It basically tells you the worst thing pretty much that can happen when you're out on a run. Just as a little tease there. Uh, and also, in reply to us mentioning his backhanded compliment, we had a few last time, Darren Wood said, Brilliant show, guys. Thanks. Thank you, Darren. Oh, See, it wasn't hard, it was comes. it? I was laughing out loud at times. I'm definitely a dickhead when it comes to injuries. Doing park run on crutches is not fun or clever. No, no it's not, Darren. No, 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 no. Just to make a point. Just to get, oh, just to be the most park runs. Oh going to do it on crutches just to show everyone how I get nervous when I see people running with their arm in a cast or a sling I'm like I know running's mainly your legs but you need your arms as well and if you fall over you're gonna like break the other one or something so there's Darren doing it in crutches and there's just you in bed can't be asked to do any park run at all Uh, yeah (laughs) basically I don't have any comeback that's it true (laughs) over on twitter at Emma H oh is this some park run thing is this some park run number or is this some, some sort of... Uh, no, that's too long for a park oh, run number. Some sort of parole number or something, I don't know. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Emma H 86641167. I found your podcast totally accessible until Stuart said his mile time. He is literally twice as fast as I am. Now I feel like I shouldn't really be listening at all. Laughy face emoji. Emma, don't worry. Me too. <laughs> yeah, look... We do say we're probably the shittest runners of any podcast hosts, which I'm quite proud of. Yeah, okay, my mile last year, I got it down to 5 minutes 40. But you know what, I worked fucking hard for that. I did like six mile races that year. Most people I know have never run two or three mile races. I ran six that year. I worked fucking hard. Mm -hmm. So, And I'm never going to be fast ever. I just don't think my body is designed to go fast at all. So... (laughs) No, Amy. Amy's going to stay shit, yeah. and she was going to keep this accessible. It, th- so don't that's worry why about I'm that. staying shit. And she's lazy. Yeah, so all those good. things will contribute to the fact that yeah, I'm not a very good runner. I don't run very fast. But the thing is, even when my mileage, my weekly weekly mileage, which once upon a time which you're building was quite up. high, yeah. it used to be quite high. I was never that fast. Actually, people used to run the same speeds as me. The same, uh, not the same speeds. People used to run the same sort of mileage with me or less, and do the same sort of training as me. And I am forever slow. That's just me. Hashtag forever slow. Hashtag building on my mileage. 
It's your tiny little legs. <laughs> That's it, exactly. Emma, how tall are you? Because if you're under like five foot five, we've got to do like two more steps for every one step a six foot person does. So don't be too hard on yourself. I am Vic tweeters to say, I genuinely don't know what marathon pace is. All my long runs are slow because if they aren't, I probably won't make it to the end. Actual marathons are exactly the same. I think that's true. Mm. A lot of plans expect that you have your training slow pace and your marathon pace. But actually, I think for a lot of people and probably a lot of first timers, those are the same thing because it's just running as slow as you can to get yeah. to the end. Yeah, I guess if you're really experienced and you're doing it, you know, at, um, you know, at club level or whatever, then you'd have an idea of that because you do several marathons a year or half marathons. So like, I have an idea of like 5k pace and 10k pace, but I wouldn't be able to do like half marathon phase. Or, I don't. And even then, if my training said run this at 10k pace, I'd be like, no, <laughs> I'm just going to take it nice and easy. <laughs> That's why I'm I not love a club sessions when you say, right, we do this one at 5k pace, this one at your mile pace, this one at your slow pace. People just go as hard as they can oh, on every single one. The they just ignore yeah. that shit. This is, I've just said, I'm not very fast, I'm never going to be very fast. This is probably why, because I can't be asked. I just want to do everything nice and slow. I don't want to be out of breath, basically. I don't like it. <laughs> you just want to have a lovely time and a bit yeah, of Yeah, exactly. That's why I hate 5k's. Kirk Shepherd said, on the subject of the TomTom Tom Sports app, what a bullshit statement. And I was a tail walker. Uh, he sends a nice screenshot here, and it says, Men your age typically run 5k in 28 minutes, 29 seconds. If you ran 4 minutes, 24 seconds per kilometre faster, you'd keep up with them. It's easy as that. That's all you have to do. <laughs> if you just ran this twice as fast, you'd be just as good as everyone yeah. else. It's like, it's this TomTom Tom Sports app that seems to think that every single one of your runs has to be quickest. It has to be a PB. And you have to be quicker than average everyone should be quicker than average <laughs> it's not encouraging it's a fucking shit yeah it's really demoralizing because if i heard that on every run oh you're not running quick enough i'd be like jesus okay what's the point yeah if you know if you are a, a new runner and you've just gone oh tom tom okay i've got that watch someone's bought that for me i'll download this app and every time it's saying no oh, you're shit you go out for a run, you go further, you know, your furthest run, mm-hmm. it goes, oh, you could have done a little bit more than that. Most people your age can run quicker than that. If you just run this quicker, you'll be better as good as them. Fuck off, Tom Tom. So we tweeted out the other day a teaser on Twitter. We said something exciting is coming up at eight o'clock. It's not exciting. We had a few reactions. <laughs> it so is. We had a few reactions to it. Um, Etranger81 said, is it Strava Art? Mm-hmm. Afraid not. At Tessa Kipsy asked, is it is Amy releasing a training plan? <laughs> no, she's really not. Can you imagine? Mm. At Hereford Bry said, Amy's going for a run or has promised to go to a park run. More likely this is Saturday with a cat in a bed gif. Why That's, is it all yeah, about me and being be negative? Well, it's just what people expect when they hear something exciting. <laughs> they obviously think you're going to do anything. And also, Mama Needs a Min, who's our, as far as I know, probably already American listener. Um, she was very confused and tweeted, uh, immediately tries to figure out what time it is in Wales and what time it was in Wales eight hours ago to know if we're talking today or tomorrow. What's happening? Ghost slightly cross-eyed, has no idea what time it is anywhere. Only certainty, math and time zones are bullshit. I love how they're so excited about it. They have to make sure they're there at 8pm. <laughs> well, she missed it completely because time zones are, oh, literally no one understands no. time zones, so it's fine. No. Should I play now what we were waiting for? Yep. And what has gone down a storm on the socials. I bet it has. Yep, go ahead. You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. So in time. (laughs) 
You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. You love right, it. guys, we got to get this to Christmas number one. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just as soon as you did that last time, as soon as you did that little bit in my head, I was like, I need to get the music. I need to dub that over. Mm. It's going to be so good. If ring, are ringtones still a thing? Because we could sell that. We could make a lot of money. Like I said, Christmas number Did one. Pay for ringtones. It's still 2003, right? People pay for ringtones. Get yeah. ringtones. We're putting it up on iTunes. Yeah, why not? We'll just get the whole thing. The, the problem with that is I had to listen to the actual one quite a few times and fucking hell, what a piece of dog shit that was. <laughs> I'm nothing without auto I had to listen to that a couple of times to actually work out how to line it up properly because, you know, I'm a professional. But fucking hell, who the hell listens to that? Christ. But you know what, Amy? It makes something so much easier this week, something you don't need to prepare for, something you've got ready. It's time for... It, bullshit and running news. I don't need to sing. I've sang this week. No, come on. Oh, fucking hell. Bullshit running news. I love it. <laughs> Bullshit running news. I love it. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Oh, that's it now. You've had two songs out of me this week. Well, one was last week, actually, so... Yeah, we're playing it again, the remix version. And I want you to remix the one I've just sang as well. Our listeners expect a higher... In fact, now you've got to be adding backing tracks to all... All my bullshit running news songs, because you're now my producer. And when we do the live show, yes. we'll have an orchestra. Oh, holy shit, we'll have an orchestra for the live <laughs> show. <laughs> you know what? I'm not exactly certain. I don't think Kanye West employs an orchestra for for that song. I'm not, you know, I haven't seen him no. live, but I assume no, that's no, not no. the case. No, no, no. I mean, when I do my other renditions of bullshit running news, which there has been many. Right. The live show, okay. I would do an orchestral version where I have my orchestral... Back in, I'll do an operatic version, or I don't know yet. I'm going to keep that under wraps okay. until it happens. Okay, yeah, I'll get on that, because it's probably about time I pulled my weight. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, cheers, Amy. <laughs> so the Great North Run tweeted, we've been made aware that participants in today's 5K were sent the wrong way on the course, meaning they missed around 300 metres of the distance. We're really sorry, and we're looking into what happened. We hope it didn't take away from your day. We'll be in touch with all runners directly. Well, it did take away. I imagine it probably yeah. <laughs> It took away about 300 metres from everyone's day. And you know what? They paid 27 quid for a 5k that was 300 metres short. That's outrageous. 27 quid? It, that is, yeah. Uh, Mark Atkinson uh, was the one that flagged this to us. And he said, £27, so about £10 a mile people are paying for that. Wonder if any scope to reclaim on Visa under sales of goods, etc. They sold it as a 5k after all. Big organisers should get this stuff right. Some of my mates running it knew it was short as soon as they got to the early turnaround. How can the run director not know? No, it's just 5k. Surely that's not that difficult to measure. You don't have to measure much, do you? <laughs> and, and it's the Great North Run. You're not some fucking random guy who's just putting on a 5k for a little bit of charity money. It's a big organisation. That is so expensive. 27 quid for a 5k. How much is the big? Uh, how much is the Great North Run? Like the, the actual half marathon? Is it like £100 or something? Like, Jesus. Uh, Great North Run is £55. That's quite expensive. I know it's like the, a big one, but for a half marathon, Jesus. Yeah, this is kind of what bugs me about the Great North yeah. Run and the great other runs. Is that they're not actually great. That's just marketing. And London Marathon's cheaper not... than that. And that's a marathon. It's London Marathon. London yeah. Marathon's 40-something, isn't it? And that's... That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's what pisses me off. Like, people say, oh, the Great North Run is the biggest. Yeah, okay, it's the biggest now, but it's not actually great. No. That's just, you know, there's great other runs, and it's pure marketing. It's like, again, I've complained about the World Majors. They're not more major no. than any other. There's just some company has made up this label to put on them to charge people more. No, and it always mm -hmm. looks shit on TV. Like, 
it looks overcrowded and the route looks shit, like industrial estates galore. And it always fucking rains yeah. as well. Yeah. So Martin Walker also tweeted uh, in reply to this statement and said, What a shambles. It was blatantly obvious that your people weren't ready for it in time. Failing sound system, late start, course not as advertised, stewards running around like headless chickens. You managed to bank all of the money, though, without a problem. Yeah, I bet, bet that went smoothly. Yeah, you'd think for a big run they'd be better organised as well, especially as you're charging so much money. Like, come on, get it together. Yeah, Stuart Brandwood uh, tweeted us to complain of a short half marathon in Liverpool recently as well. And he just said, why do organisations get this wrong so often? But he said at least he got a PB at the rare 20.8 kilometre distance. Jesus, yeah. (laughs) And also tweets here saying the Wolverhampton half was short quite recently. And someone else pointing out the Great Scottish Run, uh, obviously another related one, that was short a few years ago as well. So how short was so, it? How many um, kilometres is a half marathon? Like 21, 22? 21.1. 21.1. So that's a fair bit short. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. At least if it's a bit long, you can kind of claim a PB. Yeah, yeah. But if it's short, tough shit, sorry. Yeah, God. <laughs> See, this is why I say stick to club races. Yeah. I think they're probably a lot more likely to be accurate. And more fun and much cheaper. Yeah, exactly. And there's also like some half marathons that are are not as popular, but are just they're not necessarily club races, but are just a lot of fun and they're well organised and you get a decent goodie bag and they're not ridiculously expensive. So yeah, when they're advertised like twenty thousand people, they're like, mm, no. to me, that's not a good thing anymore. No, no, exactly. There's some lots of there's some good city half marathons that are a lot smaller and a lot more fun and a lot cheaper. <laughs> Speaking of which, do you want to do the next story? The somewhat grandly named English half marathon was postponed a few weeks ago with only six days' notice. I think I saw people mm. retweeting this, and I'd never heard of the English half marathon before. Yeah, it's in Warrington. I saw so... that. As soon as I saw the story, I googled it. I'm like, where is this? Surely it's got to be in like London or Manchester, one of the great English cities. Yeah, or like the, the home counties yeah. <laughs> or something like that, somewhere posh. And like, it's in Warrington. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is an English half marathon, certainly. I suppose it sounds better than the Warrington half marathon, but come on, get over yourself, lads. Yeah, so uh, no reason was given other than them not being able to guarantee all the necessary components to deliver a safe and fun race weekend experience. We're having to postpone this weekend's races and associated activities to a weekend later in the year. It's very ominous, isn't it? Mm. Just can't get together all the necessary not... components. But in a way, them saying we can't actually guarantee a safe race is a good reason to cancel yeah yeah but why (laughs) but then some twitter users were posting screenshots from company's house showing that they actually might be insolvent and their website is now also gone as well which is a bad sign maybe they were well has there been previous races i thought i saw that it's been around since 2009 or something but i've never heard of it before yeah it's been going for a while but i think the company i look at it has potentially gone bust i mean if the website's down that's quite unusual for a website to come mm. down. Usually they just kind of stay there and stay unupdated. Mm. But yeah, that's that's pretty bad. But in a way, I don't know, is it better for a company just to come out and say, look, we can't do it? Or it's probably better than doing something that's unsafe or is going to go badly. Yeah, because I, I wonder if they mean they haven't got the resources because they're going bust, so therefore it won't be safe. And that's how they, they're able to release that sort of statement. When really the reason is they're going bust. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not great. So... Pretty poor for anyone doing the English half marathon. I think there was another local half marathon who was taking people in for free. Oh, that's nice. If they could prove their entry. Yeah. So that's pretty nice. Good for them. Um, now, we've got Chinese running news. Oh. I love it. Um, the return of the Chinese running I'm news. I'm not going to do a song for this one. 
<laughs> no, because we could get in trouble no, if we tried to do anything yeah, Chinese. No. Two women have been punished for cycling parts of a half marathon, which took place on the 8th of September in Chengdu in Sichuan province in China. The two women were spotted sharing a bike to cycle parts of the 13.1 mile race. The organisers have confirmed today their results will be cancelled and they will be banned from all further Chengdu women's half marathon races. Fucking right too. I'm sure we had another story about somebody cycling. You know, it, it, yeah, it happens a lot. I was going to say, I, I thought that was a dream I had. But no, I think that's we've already run a story with somebody cycling in a Chinese half marathon or a marathon. I think it was. Yeah, and you know what? It's only a half marathon. I don't want to sound like a dick. Yeah. If you're not winning it, why are you cheating a half marathon? Walk the rest of it. Just fucking walk. Just walk. It'll take you a couple of hours yeah. more. But just if you want to, compl- just why are you why are you cycling it? Why are you taking that risk of being banned from all these events? Yeah. Uh, uh. And as we said before, especially in China, with all this kind of weird social profiling yeah. they do, do you want to take that kind of risk? Yeah, yeah. Because that's going to stay on a record somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Sheila Piera signed up for the Worcester City Half Marathon, but unfortunately didn't check which Worcester City she was signing up for. So she lives in Massachusetts in the USA, and the race was in Worcestershire in England. Yeah. Well, surely when she went onto the website... There was lots of pictures because you know how half marathons, marathons, any race, they have like pictures, yeah. don't they, on the website, and you can kind of get an idea of where it is. <laughs> and it would have, when she signed up and paid for it, it would have been in pounds, not dollars. Yeah. She obviously didn't look at the course map, didn't <laughs> recognise it. I'm pretty sure Worcester in Massachusetts, the one in Worcestershire, probably look quite different. Yeah. So yeah, you think from the pictures. You know, oh, I don't recognise any of those places. Oh, well, it's probably fine. It's like people who book flights and they think they're taking an internal flight in the UK and they end up in America somewhere with the same city name. Yeah, it's really fucking yeah, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but, undeterred, she ran 13.1 miles on her own on the same day. Oh, Sheila. Uh, the race event team are sending her a race pack and t-shirt anyway because it's a great piece of PR. And Olympian Steve Cram, being the boss of the company, helps get it in the media, of course. Yeah, I thought kind of that, you know, to be a little bit cynical there, it's not a hugely uncommon thing to have happened, but it's a really easy piece of PR for them, right? Send her a t-shirt, put out a press release. We'll get, Steve Cram is involved, so obviously it's easy to get that in the media well. I think if that happened at any other race without a celebrity being in charge of the company, probably wouldn't have made national news. I wonder if she's a lonely goat runner and that's, you knew what she was signing up for. (laughs) I run it on my own. (laughs) So that's what we want to know. We want to know what rookie errors you have made in terms of entering races. I did enter the Cardiff half twice one year, and I didn't realise until I got two envelopes in the post with two different numbers, and I think two different t-shirts, because one of those ones that they sent mm. them at first. Uh, so that was pretty dumb. And I, I many times I have been right, right, I'm bang up for this race. Let me just double check the details. Look at my email. Oh, I can't find it on my email. Oh, no, I haven't haven't entered, and now it's sold out. Mm. Fuck. I, feel, I haven't made any of those rookie errors yet, but I feel like it's... Have you done any races? I have, but the thing that I do is I sign up for a race. I do know I've signed up for it, but I don't check any of the details until sometimes the morning of the race. So I am... <laughs> As we've learned, yeah, yes. So I'm, I am going to probably make a rookie error at some point because that's playing with fire, really, isn't it? It is. I mean, you don't train either, so... <laughs> yeah, my whole life's a rookie error. Now, this is an old story, but Runner's World are reporting it like it's new, so fuck it, we are going to as well, because it's funny. Um, This is about Slovakian runner Josef Urban, who ran the finish of the second oldest marathon in the world, which is quite interesting, in Slovakia, 
Uh, and he did it all with his cock and balls out. It's quite amazing. But to be fair, he got a 27 second PB. Amy, do you want to have a click on that link and uh, watch I'll this click, video and describe I'll it to us? I clicked on it earlier, but I'll click it again. Just uh, give us some commentary. I mean, it's a podcast, so it's not a video. I mean, I don't great, need so. to see it again because I could probably give you a play-by-play anyway because it, it was horrific. So you can't unsee, I can't it. unsee it. Every time you close your eyes. My retinas. I mean, and it's not just like a little bit out. It it's is it's all it's over the place. Out. I think it starts with just the balls out and then everything. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, I think everything's out. I'm having to zoom in a bit. <laughs> oh, God. Can he be arrested for that? <laughs> I think so. I mean, it's just all over. It's flapping around. He must know. There's no way he can't it's know. I mean, even if you're finishing the marathon and running quick, just give your shorts a little pull down. Did he, did he win? I don't think he oh, won, that's no. That's even worse, because you maybe think, oh, if, if he's on for, you know, first place, then maybe he's just like, yeah. I don't give a shit. I just want to win. I want to get the prize money. I want to, you know, have that. But if he's not even winning, mate, just, just sort it out. <laughs> Just, just give you at least try to cover yourself up. But you know, perhaps he was delirious at the end of a race. But that is definitely worth watching uh, a couple of times, I reckon. So we're gonna we'll put that on Twitter and Facebook this week, so you can see Joseph Urban's cock. <laughs> Perfect. Our main subject for this episode: watching running is bullshit, as we all know. If the only thing worse than running is watching other people run, because you have to pretend to be enthusiastic. There's all these other things, right? So there's a couple of uh, things to this. We'll start off with just, you know, watching running, as in spectating. Mm -hmm. Your friends are running, so you have to go and watch and you have to go and support. Um, Amy, do you ever actually go and watch other people's races? I do. If if it's going by near where I live, I will go out (laughs) and I will cheer them on at that point. Because there's a few around you, around there, there is a few around so it's a little bit yeah, easier. Yeah, so I will go out and stand. I mean, when I move, because I'm moving soon, I won't go then because I'll be away from all of them, obviously. So <laughs> this won't yeah. be applied to me. Um, but at the moment, yes, because I can get a coffee, I can sit down there. Um, yeah, so I tend to watch Cardiff Half a lot because that goes, goes by New I Live, Cardiff 10K, Cardiff Bay 10K, things like that. And they're really busy races. And I find mm. what the worst thing about spectating at a very busy race you just go a bit face blind looking for people and it sends yeah. me a bit dizzy. Oh, yeah. The concentration gives me a headache. I, I feel I feel like I end up feeling worse at the end of a race by spectating than if I was actually running it. Yeah, especially a really big one because you, you're waiting for someone to come past. You might have, you look literally at thousands yeah. of faces and it's like a little bit of your brain that recognises faces mm-hmm. and I'm sure it just gets exhausted and overwhelmed because you just have to look at the face, 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 mm-hmm. looking for someone you know. And it's really hard. And even sometimes they'll look directly at you and wave at you and shout at you. And you still have to look at them like, mm. yeah. And eventually you might see their T-shirt and think, oh, it must be them. Yeah, it sends me a bit dizzy. And just, it's hard and just the clapping as well kills my hands. I only oh. clap for so long. Yeah, because you clap for a bit, you know, um, you know, 30 seconds or a minute. And then you're like, actually, this is really tiring. And actually my hands hurt now. You've got to be fast. Why am I still clapping? You've got to be fast if you want to clap from me, basically. <laughs> I did ring a cowbell once for a whole park oh, run, God. so about 45 minutes. Mm. That is fucking yeah. hard. Yeah. I eventually just had my arms straight down by my side, yeah. just kind of with my wrist face, just... And I, my whole arm was throbbing after that. That was only 45 well, minutes. Well, my Garmin thinks I've run a marathon after I've stood there clapping for the whole time. <laughs> I need <laughs> to do it, so my step count has so gone... Teddy, you need to have a good rest. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> 
I genuinely think standing is harder than the yes. running. I would rather run for two hours yeah. than just stand for two hours. I don't know why it's so hard, but it's fucking no, awful. No, if you're not marshalling, you need to find a place with a seat, get a coffee, just chill. Yeah, it's really hard work. And also, like, just what do you say? I know a lot of people are really good. They will stand there and they will repeat the same thing over mm. and over again. And they'll encourage everyone. And they seem genuinely happy to be doing it. I just feel like a dick. Yeah. Saying, well done. Well done. You're doing well. I mean, you know, you might not be. I've no idea if you're doing well. I don't want to really pass judgment on you because you might be doing shit. The thing is, even when I am enthusiastic about things, I don't sound enthusiastic. So if I'm not enthusiastic, it's quite hard. As yeah, know, it's quite yeah. hard for me to to get into that zone. So whatever I say is going to sound sarcastic, even though it's it's meant well and I do mean it. You know, good job. You're yeah. doing well. It's just going to sound really sarcastic. <laughs> What's your kind of go-to shout if you are supporting? <laughs> just that <laughs> really sarcastically yeah just give him a woo yeah I just I, I can't bring myself to say good job you're almost there I just feel really I feel really awkward about it and I because I, I know that I sound really not very enthusiastic at all so yeah I just give them a woo you absolutely don't say almost there if oh, they're not oh my I mean, God, it's not funny. No. even if they're like oh almost there I wouldn't say it anyway because it's probably not even if you're 100 metres from the finish line that does not feel like almost there when you're 100 metres from the finish line so does the, I don't know if they're towards the end and I can you know if people start getting to the sprint finish I'll kind of give them a shout out like you know great finish well done trying to give them a boost when they're speeding up but just elsewhere on the route it's just like no. I don't know. You've got this. No, I don't like I that. Don't, well, like, you've got this. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't really want almost there. I want two hundred meters to go. Hundred meters to go. I need numbers. I need to know. Uh, okay. Yeah. You want yeah, data. I want the data. I want the data. Have you ever made a sign when spectating? Have you ever been a sign wanker? No, because I'm not a dickhead. <laughs> no, I'm not, I've never been a sign wanker because they piss me off. Some I do quite like. There's the ones where they're like hit here for power. Yeah, yeah. They've got like a big board. And with a target and you hit that, that, okay, that's quite fun. I do like that. Otherwise, it's just that kind of, I don't know. I think it's just a little bit of look at me. Yeah. Look look at this thing I've done. I'm so I'm clever. I'm so witty. It's the same thing of like protests now. Mm. All you see of protest is just a funny sign competition. Yeah. Like, okay, we're at to protest climate change. Obviously very important. People should do that. But it's just like, look at this very clever yeah. sign that I've made. Oh, people will be putting this on yeah. social media. I'm very clever. Runner's World listicle. Yeah, top 10 funniest signs at marathons. And it's like, there's always one that says like, if a marathon was easy, it'd be called your mum. And it's like... <laughs> <Wee>. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Though to be fair, I do like a mum joke. So I'm, I'm kind of with that. No. I did like once in the Cardiff half, we got about 200 metres in. And someone on the side just went, not far to go. And like everyone around me went, <laughs> he's probably doing that every 20 seconds or yeah. so and getting the same <laughs> from every single group of people he does it to. They are, oh, I'm very clever. But that would make me laugh. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of was at the time because it's early enough yeah. that you could, you've still got a sense of humour. Yeah, exactly. If that had been eight, nine miles in, fuck there was, you. There were some people in Reykjavik spectating. And they were so enthusiastic. And I thought maybe as I was coming up to them, it was because they, it was somebody they knew was running. But no, they were like shouting words of encouragement in English, but like really enthusiastically. And as I went further away, I could still hear them. And when I came back, cause it was it was a bit on the out and back, they were still going at it. They were still going, come on, you can do it. They were going ham on their encouragement. And I was like, fair play to them. That's weird. It was heartfelt. Like, I, yeah. Right. <laughs> I guess... To be fair, some people do like running and are nice. Yeah. So we we it's difficult for us to remember that a lot of time, yeah. I know. Yeah, they must have been exhausted by the end of the day, though, because they were properly going for it. Fair play, though. 
I remember once when I was marshalling, actually, um, in a 10k race. It was quite a hilly race, good uh, trail race. And it was at a point where there was actually like a two kilometer flat bit. And actually, it was slightly downhill. There was a massive hill at the end. But for about 2k, it was flat. And I was tell- so I was kind of telling people, right, have a bit of a rest here. Just, you know, loosen your legs out. Just 2k, just a little bit downhill. Uh, but the amount of abuse I got. Like everyone came past, like no, it's not. Fuck off! And they, they wouldn't, they couldn't accept because they'd just done a really hilly bit, and they knew there was this hill at the end. So they just thought I was lying. I'm like, no, genuinely, there is. It's like a mile and a bit for you just to relax and just speed up a little bit and make back a bit of time. All right, I'm trying to help. If not, just okay. Fuck you. Then. No, don't worry people about don't it. want that. <laughs> I thought it'd be useful, but just no one believed me. I was really annoyed. The other thing I think is spectators just being pain, a pain in the ass when you're when you're running you know a big race yeah every big city race it's those people crossing the fucking road just wait just wait like wait a bit you know they're crossing right in front of you and i always get this as like somebody who looks a bit slower and is a bit slower but they misjudge they don't know my hidden speed because they walk dead out in front of me i'm like mate i'm gonna run you over bitch get out the way i'll shoulder check a bit you know i think a lot of time they don't misjudge they don't give a shit no no and it's the ones like dragging their kids across as well. Like, come on. Like, yeah. no, 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 no. I will take them out. Yeah, you will. Absolutely. <laughs> Ten points each. I always feel sorry for the marshal whose job it is to kind of gather the people together, tell them to stop, mm. wait for a gap and then let them through. Because you must get so much abuse. Yeah. Oh, God. Of people being dickheads and just demanding, I must cross now. Yeah, it's like the people that are in their cars and they get to where the, the roads are closed for the half of the marathon or whatever. Um, and they're beeping their horns, they're shouting abuse at the marshals. Yeah. So, mate, if you live somewhere where you're on that route, you're going to have a, a letter through your door, like sometimes months in advance, telling you the yeah. roads are going to be closed. Like, Yeah, they have to, yeah. yeah. But there was one of the, when I did Leicester half marathon, we were on a roundabout and there was somebody on the roundabout and they were going absolutely berserk. They were beeping their horn, they were shouting, they were getting out of their car. It's like, mate, Chill. It's okay. It's Sunday. It's but 8 a.m. what do they think is going to happen? Yeah. What do they think is going to happen? Do they think they're going to postpone the race? Is it like, well, I want to come through, but there are still 5,000 runners left. Now, nah, okay. Yeah, sorry. Can all the runners stop, please? This man has to go to Morrison's. <laughs> so can everyone just stop? And everyone will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, let him through. God, I didn't realise he needs to buy some apples. Another thing I that I have witnessed myself, and I think I've mentioned it before on the podcast, but I'll say it again, is... um. People, spectators, eating the food that's laid out for runners at the end. So I went to a... <laughs> you know what? I, I kind of don't believe this happens. This can't, I'll tell the story again. This can't I think be real. I'm, I'm not calling you a liar. I just... People... I know people are bad, but they can't... Come on. They don't I think do I mentioned that. it, but I'll say it again. So I went to a trail race, a short run. I went to a trail race, and it was... The food at the end was amazing. Like, they had all this, these sweets, like a good range of food. They had vegan stuff. And they'd set it all out beforehand, I think, in case people wanted to grab some runners wanted to grab some before the race as well or maybe take some stuff with them and this woman's like helping herself and she wasn't a runner because i heard her say after a while oh are these for the runners it's like no somebody's laid on a buffet for you <laughs> who hasn't paid an entry yeah, it's just all for you, you know? <laughs> yeah oh. thank goodness you came and you're enjoying i would it. like to hear if other people if other um if listeners have had similar experiences am i the only one that's witnessed that happening someone eating something or perhaps yeah. taking something from an aid station or Oh, yeah, that's so bad. Oh, yeah, actually, speaking of, um, you said for runners before the race, mm. the race I did the other week, the relay as well, we brought a shitload of crap food. Mm. We had like Pringles and cakes and crisps, as we always kind of do on these things. I ate way too much beforehand. I was standing like ready to go 15 minutes before the race. And my stomach's like, 
you have done too much. And, oh no. Oh, this is going to be a bad time. Oh, rookie mistake. Oh. Amy, have you done much marshalling on races? Like official proper marshalling? Yes, I'll have you know that I marshaled yeah. at the Cardiff World Half Marathon Championships, whatever. And I had to tell Mike oh, yeah. Farrow to watch a speed bump. Wow. Well, good for you. Um, I said to him, I said, Mo, watch that speed bump. And he didn't trip. So... I mean, if you did it that conversationally, I imagine he was past you by the time you No, no, you no, I, I screamed mo. at him. I'm Mo! <laughs> yeah. Bump! <laughs> <laughs> That's a good job. Well done. That I'm was proud my job throughout the entire thing was to tell people to watch the speed bumps. <laughs> and just how bad was that? It was bad, yeah, yeah. It felt weird. It felt strange. <laughs> and then we had torrential rain. Like, torrential. Did you run the Cardiff World? Yes, there I did, yes. torrential rain. And you could, it was the rain where you couldn't see because it was blowing in your eyes and it soaked yes. through. And I was wearing jeans and a hoodie and stuff because I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Um, yeah, and it was just awful. And I'm like standing in the rain trying to shout, it's okay, we're going to be okay, keep going. <laughs> it was just awful, it's biblical. Yeah, I, that's the thing. There's always marshals on that race warning you of speed bumps mm. coming up. And I'm always like, yeah, I know, I can yeah. see the speed bumps. Well, I... Do people not look ahead yeah, of them and pay yeah. attention? And do they need someone? They do, really? yeah. Because I, the first time I did Cardiff Half, I saw two people on separate occasions trip over a speed bump, and one of them tripped over, and, and poor woman had blood gushing down her face. And, oh, funny. I laugh. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't know. So it's a little. It was bit horrific. It was my first half marathon as well. I was like, Jesus, this is like a bloodbath out here. And it was over Cardiff Barrage, so it was the first speed bump as you come over the barrage, which is like a weird thing for cars really yeah. raised. And then the other one was in the um, the docks area where the ground wasn't yeah. even. So I think since then they've had people specifically on to shout. But at the same time, I have heard. I think it was on the race around Cardiff Bay. They have a um, a, a tape recording of someone saying "Mind the bump" over and over again. I'm sure it was one of the races they did around somewhere in Cardiff. So oh, another I job know, lost to automation. I know, I know exactly. So yeah. <laughs> but I think that's a good one to lose to automation because that sounds fucking awful. Right, saying the same thing every ten seconds for three uh, hours. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I had to spice it. Say, watch the speed bump. Be careful, there's a bump coming up bump in the road like how many times how many different variations can you make of that <laughs> oh god uh we had some tweets about uh volunteering and marshalling as well ben timo on twitter says i can't stand marshalling standing in one place repeating well done good running only a few hills left he says i use the last one irrespective of if there are any hills i try to take small joys at least it just winds me up I do like the idea of troll volunteering. Yeah. Trollenteering. I'm not. I'm actually. Ne- I'm never going to call it again. As soon as I said it out loud, I regret it. Well, like, slow down. You're going too fast. You're going to burn out. It's madness. What are you doing? You can't keep this pace up. You're not that good. This is the thing, though. Like, that sounds fun, actually. Marshalling is pretty boring. So it makes me think that those people that are really enthusiastic are psychopaths. You know, you always oh, get like at least one marshal that's proper into it, like really into it. Yeah. Are you doing great? Just a few more miles to go. Well done, guys. And like clapping. And you thinking, mate, you're a psychopath. This is the most boring job in the world. How are you so happy? Yeah. You can't enjoy it. Do you know actually what I really like is a heckling marshal. <laughs> Someone that actually just dishes out abuse. I've done a few races like that. And they've just had a marshal there who just kind of takes the piss out of everyone. And I really enjoy that, actually. I think that's great I've fun. I've never had that. I think I'd cry if someone heckled me while I was running. I'm, all, I'm already in a fragile emotional state when I'm running, so I don't need that as well. You have to be a very careful. There's a <laughs> balance there you have to get of, like, 
banter, but not just being a dickhead. What are some examples? But that then? is really what? fun. I do enjoy that. Well, I don't know. If you're just like running a bit shit, they'll just point out that you're a bit slow or like, <laughs> come on, we haven't got, all, you know, we haven't got all day. Stop chatting. Stop enjoying okay. it. You know, just like the, the clothes you're wearing, they might take the piss out of as well. I don't want that. And things like, I quite like that. No, I like that. It's fun. <laughs> At Runny Lifty Stuff on Twitter says, watching people run is like a piss poor version of watching you've been framed. You watch the whole show, not because you enjoy it, but you hold out for that one nugget of running comedy gold where someone decks it slash blows up in a spectacular fashion. Or has their knob out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We, we all sit and hope. <laughs> knob out, shits themselves, falls over. It could all happen. Sometimes at the same time. At Toll Running said, A few weeks ago, I hung up my bag on a small post while marshalling at Park Run. Halfway through, a dog ran over, pissed on my bag, and trotted off. The owner didn't care at all. Bad times. Bad times. <laughs> I mean, I'm always going to laugh at a dog piss story. Yeah. That's always funny. Sorry about your bag. <laughs> DV on Facebook says, Marshalling at Park Run is sometimes stressful. I have to get my terrifying teacher voice out to make sure people stay in their order. All caps there. Um, also, if anybody could accept their finishing token before they keel over in pain slash so go for a tactical chunder, that would be super. Thumbs up. Sounds terrifying. Yeah, that is quite nice. <laughs> Even at Park Run sometimes, someone gets over the line, grabs their token and then takes themselves away for a little puke but if sometimes if there's a queue to get tokens yeah it's sometimes people do have a little uh little cheeky puke oh, in the queue that's fun you don't know what you're missing Amy. <laughs> yeah people wonder why i don't go to park run this is it i don't want to be seeing tactical chunders at park run or taking one myself so when when you are staying in and not running and not doing your long runs <laughs> and there's running on tv do you watch running do you watch big races on tv i watch the olympics of course with well, the rest, no, rest of the population. Olympics. Do you watch the marathon? Um, I watch the London Marathon. But I say, I say, I use the term watch loosely. I have it on in the background while I do other things. Yeah. And I watch when something weird happens. Or that postman that always runs comes on, see if he's still alive. Yeah, I kind of, oh, you kind of watch the, you know, the, the actual main race of yeah. it a bit where they, you know, they just talk about the men's race and then occasionally they'll flick over to the women mm. who aren't usually that. They, that doesn't matter because they're much slower than the men, so the men are better. <laughs> so I watch that for a bit. They get into the, the mass race and then there's just like fucking old runners interviewing people and they're never interesting. No. I'm sorry. You know, people, okay, they're raising loads of money. That's great and everything. They're really enthusiastic, having a great time. I just don't really care about the interviews. No. I'm just not into it at all. No. So I think I'm like you. I just have it on in the background. I'll kind of watch it a bit, but I don't, it's not as if I sit and look forward to it. Running, watching running is really boring. <laughs> on tv yeah. it's really bloody boring unless it's the olympics where you know there's a gold medal but even then when you're watching the olympics you don't sit and watch the whole 10k do you there's usually other stuff going on with the track and field so it'll cut to like other stuff and then come back to the 10k yeah so watching a whole ten thousand meters is quite hard work because no. it's like 29 28 29 minutes and they'll try and talk about something all the way around mm. and just for most of the race generally there's not much happening uh, yeah if they cut away from things to other things yeah that's fine. Yeah. But I love athletics. I love watching athletics on TV. But five and 10,000 metres, whoa, that no. really tests my patience. No, I won't be over in like four seconds. <laughs> there was um, a series of 10,000 metre races uh, on one evening. And I, I say a series. I think there was like three 10,000 metre races we went to watch. And there's about 12 people in each. And a friend of mine, she, I think she did the first one, which was kind of for the, the slower people to run together. But she was dead last. Um <laughs> 
And she did at least two laps extra as well. We're pretty sure looking at the time. <laughs> because she was she was about two or three laps behind everyone. Right. And when we thought she was coming around to her last lap, they didn't ring the bell. And we thought, that's odd. And we thought mm-hmm. she was coming out to finish. They rang the bell. We're like, oh, okay, I think she's done too many now. But the best thing, she got the biggest cheer of the whole night. Like the guy who won the mile race and the 10,000 meter race that night. We were like, oh yeah, well done. That's good for you. But every time she ran past on her own, there was about 10 of us there like, yeah, come on. <laughs> every single time she got the biggest cheer. Just And it's just her like, <laughs> with her little legs, just kind of, just going around, you know, just really slowly going around, slowly, slowly, slowly. It was great fun. Quality night's entertainment, Certainly isn't it? Definitely the way to do it. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, but watching three 10,000 meter races in one night, oh, that's hard. No, work. I'd have to have like some game on my phone or something. I'd watch them go off, <laughs> <laughs> play Bejeweled or whatever, and then cheer them at the end. So if you also hate running watching, please let us know. We need to we need to get your stories and what you hate or anything that we've missed. Um, hit us up on the Twitter at Running Is BS, Facebook Running Is Bullshit, or email us runningisball at gmail.com. Amy, have you got any bullshit coming up? Here is where... Not going to go for a long run, not going to go for a park run, not going to do the race. Well, I'm supposed to say Cardiff Half, aren't I? Because that's what's coming up. That's what I've signed up for, but it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> Just do it. Just do it and walk a bit and run a bit and have a nice time. I'm not going to have a nice time, though, because I want to run really fast. <laughs> Be frustrated. You can't run fast. We've, <laughs> we've established this. Your shit, just oh, deal with it, it's fine. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm going to try and go for my long run tomorrow, see if that goes okay. And if I do that, goes okay. Because that's what I, to be honest, that's what I did for the Reykjavik thing. I ran 10 miles on the Monday before the race, which isn't ideal. I thought, you know what, if I can do this, I can do the race, and I did it. Um, so maybe I'll do that for Cardiff Half, see how far, see how far I can run tomorrow. And then if it's all right, it's all right, I'll do it. It'll be fine. Be fine. <laughs> we'll see. I have entered a, I've entered a five, uh, 10k, sorry, I've entered a 10k trail run, though, for October, so I am actually going to train for that, famous last words, but the thing is, I mean, are 10k you? seems a lot actually, more achievable, you? because I'm, I I can go out and run 10k now, whereas I probably couldn't run a half marathon right now without it, it hurting, so yeah, I, I'm working on my 10k times, that's what I'm doing, oh, not right, making okay. up as I go along Definitely. at all. Um, but yeah, just just working yeah. on my shorter distances, so I have to do less running. <laughs> Fair enough. What have you got coming up next, then? Uh, I'm going to the Loch Ness Marathon, Ooh. but not to uh, run it, which is the best way to do spectating. it. Spectating. Oh, shit, yeah, I've just realised mm, that's what I'm going to be yeah. doing. But what I'm going to be do, uh, similar to when I went to Berlin, I handed out smoked sausage to people, because it's Berlin, that's what everyone else is doing. <laughs> I'm going to hand out haggis and iron brew to right. people I know. Because that's funny. <laughs> but also, while I'm there, I get to do Inverness Park Run, which is an I. Which, for people that do Park Run, Amy, they like to collect the first letters of each Park Run they do and try and get the whole alphabet. And I will be a new letter to do. I so see. that's nice. God, your little Park Run and your little things you like to do. I have a real life of a job. I can't be going around collecting letters from Park Runs. I have training to do. Well, I have, I have okay. hardcore training. I'm not on a Saturday <laughs> running 5k. I'm running 23 miles. You had me until across then. the mountains. So don't, you know. <laughs> There's also cross-country season coming up, which our club is going to enter for the first time. So I've been trying to organise people to do that. But what's pissing me off about that, the men do 9,600 metres. The women do 6,400 metres. Absolute bullshit. 
it's so. Well, I mean, I'd have to. I'd have to. If I was at that level where I was good enough to be doing cross country, I'd have to protest. I'd run with the men or something. I wouldn't win, but I'd make a point. I'd run the. Oh, I'd run with the women and I'd carry on until I'd done the men's dif- distance. Something. I'd have to do something. I couldn't yeah. just. I don't know. Yeah, it makes me so angry. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Yeah. But the thing is also, it's 9,600 metres. I can't be asked to run that far, really. But also, well, the thing is, what you can say is, you're not going to do it because you're boycotting it. That's why, Amy. Yeah, exactly. It's not because... It's not because you don't want to or because it's really far. It's just because you're boycotting it. You're it it's not that I don't want to. It's because I'm shit. And to be like, I want to make a statement <laughs> and I can't... The, the statement's not very good if I'm shit. So I need to get up to that level. That can be my new training goal. I'm going to get up to the level where I'm good enough to either enter the men's race to boycott. <laughs> or uh, run the women's but run really fast and do the whatever it is 9,600 metres. Um, on Twitter, there is a campaign called Run Equal. Mm-hmm. I suggest you give them a follow if you want to see. Uh, they kind of point out different races that do this kind of thing badly and they also point out ones that change their policies and do better. Mm-hmm. So if you want to support them, you should do because that's what I'm doing now. Um, yeah, cross country still uneven most of the country for literally no reason. Just because it's still the 1950s. It's bizarre. We have women out there winning ultramarathons across mountains. (laughs) Winning 100 mile races across ridiculous, silly mountains that no one should be running. And they're saying a little cross country run that women can't run as far. What the actual fuck? I know, I know. You've just reminded me then, a little bit of final bullshit, something I saw today. Uh, Someone on Facebook was interested in one of the rat race Mm. races, uh, Man versus Mountain. Mm. I had a quick look at that. It's in North Wales. It's across Mount Snowdon. I thought, well, that looks really nice. I would enjoy that. Really hilly. Uh, so I had a quick look at it. The prices start at £120 and go up every couple of months. <laughs> uh, currently, to do this race next uh, summer is £155. How far is it? To run a 22-mile race. Miles? 22 miles. That's ridiculous. And again, it's not no closed roads. It's all on public trails. But what annoys me about that thing, it says, oh, you get a free T-shirt, you get a free bag transport to the end, you get free this. You don't get free fucking anything. You're paying for it. That what pisses me off about races. They say, oh, you get free this, you get free T-shirt. No, you fucking I think the ultra that I did, which was 42 miles, was like 60 quid. And you got a T-shirt, you got a hat, you got goodies at the end, a medal, you got the aid stations, you know. What? How, How can they justify that price? I don't get it. It's insane. Hey, marketing, that's why, because it's Rat Race and they're a huge company. Miles. I know, it's mental. Nah. So there we go. Uh, nice little bit of bullshit to finish us on there. So I'm getting angry about cross country, getting angry about shit I'm not races. I'm going to be able to sleep tonight. I'm, uh, in, I'm enraged. <laughs> enraged. So we hope everyone hates their training over the next few weeks. Uh, because I'm in Inverness in a couple of weeks, we might be another week late on the podcast. But if you're one of the regular listeners, I'm really sorry. If you're just kind of catching up, then you don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. Don't worry about this bit. Just ignore it. So if you want to get in touch with us on Twitter, we're at Running Is BS. Facebook, just search Running Is Bullshit. It should be right there. Or you can email us. And I'm always sad because no one emails us. Um, runningisbull at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you especially if it's a nice long email which Stuart can read and then <laughs> tell me about I do like performing an email that is yes. good fun if you can give me a little story yeah. and I can do voices that would be yeah, terrific yeah we, we don't like all this short form stuff let's go back to long form it'd be lovely if you can write us a letter don't because I'm not giving out <laughs> cool right see you later bye there we go <laughs> don't enjoy your running everyone <laughs> so yeah
I'd fucking scratch you if you launched me over a boat. You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. You're such a fucking hoe. I love it.